Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chose to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone this week's episode episode 420 when you see the ops that's right what you gonna do when you see the ops episode 420 let's go let's go let's go welcome ladies and gents gents and ladies to another week another episode of the medicine ball podcast uh really quick man let me give a shout out second to all of the supporters um with everything i got going on man whether it be wisdom the website merchandise just support on my platforms i'm starting to humbly right realize more and more that um the brand is getting bigger. It's actually starting to register in some bigger places, which provides me with more opportunity. And I would be remiss if I didn't stop and thank everybody for providing some of their timoleons, some of their support. So I appreciate you guys. Really quick, merchandise, go check it out on the website. It's um At this point, it should be attached to everything, whether it's everything but YouTube, right? So Instagram, Facebook, um, on the website, all that good stuff. You could go and check out the merchant merchandise. Again, I'm going to keep hitting y'all back to back with different colors, different logo placements, so forth and so on. Uh, the Wisdom app. I actually went on the Wisdom app today. It's getting to the point to like every time I do something on there, it's a minimum of 50 people that's coming in there. Um, I would really encourage you all to, you know what I mean, download it and reach out to me on there because that gives us a platform to have an open discussion. I believe today I talked to... Uh, uh, <laughs> an older white guy named Edward. I talked to an older white guy from England um, named Simon. Uh, very, 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 very engrossed, in-depth conversation. We actually spoke about this, what the topic is today. So it kind of gives you all an inside source uh, at exclusive content. It's a little bit more raw, a little bit more mature. Go check me out there. 
uh, go follow Mamba's uh, Instagram. It's going up as well. That guy Mamba. Please continue to like, subscribe, share, email me, man. I like communicating with you all as I uh, continue to get more communication. Um, especially with last week's episode about the music. Y'all just keep hitting me up, man. I appreciate the support. I'm here for it. And let's get right into this week's episode. I don't want to hold it too long with the introduction and everything. When you see the ops, when you see the ops. Now, I'm about to show my age. Now, when I first... Yo, man, and I know I'm going to be a little bit silly on this episode because um, in order to do research for this episode, I had to go listen to a couple of songs by some Florida artists, man, and um, the songs are very disrespectful, and I know I'm giggling a little bit, uh, and that's because they're so disrespectful, it's almost funny, but I ain't going to get into the songs because everybody who listens to this might not be able to look at it from the same point of view, but long story short, when I first heard Op, I thought Options, right? And really, that could be one. I'm going to put a little asterisk in my head on that, right? Then when I realized that um, people were saying it in a term like against somebody, I was like, oh, it means opponent. And then I finally realized that they were saying opposition. Now, y'all got to understand, man, to me, like, I'm not a street dude, but I know a little bit. So for people to run around calling each other opposition was weird to me, but I get it. Whatever, whatever, right? So I started thinking about that. I started thinking about, well, y'all know how I do first. Let me back up. So I went to the dictionary. I go look up opponent. I go look up oppositions and try to find the similarities. And uh, the similarities are it's a rival of some part, of, of, of some point. A, ri- a rival, um, if we were talking, and this goes back to my international thespian honor days, if we're talking like a play or something like that or a movie or acts or scenes or something like that, um, the op is going to be the protagonist to the antagonist, right? So I was like, cool. Now, these songs, man, I can't get them out of my head, man. They're just like really disrespecting people who passed away and been shot or whatever, whatever. But I've been hearing this op word um maybe about like seven years now because it really first started with this whole Chicago thing. I'm just keeping it real with you. So if you're from Chicago or something, I'm not trying to down you, but I'm just letting you know that's when I really started hearing people talk about the ops, when you see the op. And um, we had a really interesting discussion today on wisdom as well. But as I started getting, you know, because I we can all get like sucked into the culture and start using lingo or whatnot or going with the times, but I started using it a little bit. And even now, sometimes it doesn't necessarily even have to be a person. It could be a less than favorable situation. It could be something that I'm not looking forward to. It could be something that that anything that presents itself as an obstacle or some sort of adversity towards whatever goal I'm trying to accomplish. So then I started thinking like, well, what's another word that starts out with OPP, right? You're down with OPP. Yeah, I'm silly. But yeah, anyway, um, another word that starts out with OPP, right? And I was like, opportunity. And you guys know me, man. And and especially because I didn't do as much as I wanted to on the wisdom discussion we had today. But I have to bring in this uh, religious aspect, especially here on the podcast. And go back to a previous episode, consider it pure joy. And why we were consider it pure joy. What these adversities and and these situations actually can be and what separates the difference between something being an 
opponent or opposition an opportunity. And I started to think about my job, right? And I'm going to use a, a young lady today, and we're going to call her Mrs. Z. We're going to call her Mrs. Z. And I'm going to tell a quick story kind of about Mrs. Z, how that turned from an op to an op, and kind of pull this all together for us so we can go into this week looking at things from the proper point of view in order to actually gain something out of it that's going to be good for us, right? All right, boom. So, <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this before, and I want to be very, very careful with this because I'm not doing this to down talk nobody on my team, but it's just the perfect situation, right? So we'll call her Miss Z. So first thing I want to say is like, I've been in management or leadership positions before, but it's always been a situation where like I'm face to face with somebody and not even to say that I'm just bad or anything, but I'm 6'1", 200 pounds, right? So it's like some of the things that the young ladies are, even some of the young men for that matter, may be emboldened to say in a virtual environment where you're not going to see this person and they live in a different state. I just have a hard, I just have a hard um, gather or wrapping my mind around the idea that they would just say the same stuff to my face, right? So boom. So virtually being a leader has taught me so much and I kind of feel and I want to just be careful because as the podcast grows I don't want to say anything that could alienate anybody or make anybody feel any kind of way right but straight up and down like I kind of feel like my boss puts people on my team who sometimes not all not all, but sometimes can be a little bit more tedious to deal with or have already had a run in with the previous team leader and it didn't work out. I always catch those kind of people. Right. Like, um, yeah, man, I don't even want to I don't even want to dance with it man, because some of the stories that I go through. People threatening to sue me for no reason and stuff like that. It just be crazy. But I feel like my boss kind of knows my capacity to deal with who people could deem as agents who need a little bit more attention. And it's not all of them, but some of them that I get, it's clear like, okay, this person already had a run in with somebody that it didn't work out. So now you give them to me, right? So when I get Miss Z, and I want to make sure you call her that because I don't want to have to mess this up by getting too comfortable and slipping up on the name and then half the podcast, I'll be calling her by her real name. But when I got Miss Z, I was at a point to where I was really focused and I still am on my metrics, but like almost to a point to where relationships, if they were difficult to deal with, came second. Right. So when I received this person, um, my boss had told me and even to this day, I'd be saying, man, my boss got to be related to Miss Z. But anyway, she had told me that her and Miss Z were together in brick and mortar and we're in a virtual environment. For So for those of y'all who don't know, brick and mortar means they was at an actual location. And she had to just like follow her to the restroom sometimes on her breaks because she had problems with breaks. And I think I've spoken to Miss Z previously on other episodes, but she got problems with breaks and just productivity. And I don't want to even say problems. I just want to say opportunities, right? So when I first get her, you know, I'm really still kind of early on in this situation. So I'm really big on staying on top of my metrics, staying on top of everything, not letting anybody push me over, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Ms. Z is over 60 years old. 
And Miss Z is also on a type of FMLA. And and, and that's all I'm going to say about it because I would never put her information out. Because long story short, to give y'all a little foreshadow with me and Miss Z is tight. I love Miss Z. But anyway, um, <laughs> if you over 60 and you got FMLA, bro, you darn near bulletproof, right? <laughs> like, let me elaborate. Like, it's just like, you're going to have a hard time trying to, like, even write somebody in that situation up, especially if it's for like any type of productivity or any type of attendance. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be rough. So when I started, I didn't know Ms. Z as well as I thought. And I did take the time to try to get to know her, but in retrospect, I could say I took some shortcuts because it didn't work out. And I went from just trying to kind of talk to Ms. Z to just being like, okay, she ain't listening. I'm gonna I'm just put my hand down and try to write her up. And I don't care if she don't like me, et cetera, et cetera. I'm doing my job. And that's the way I went about it. Boom. Now, I think this is important. Um, Ms. Z... Uh, is at an age or she was on my team to where when my grandmother was still alive. So she was on my team when I would be like, yo, 630, I got to go call my grandmother or yo, I might have to go over here, hang up her phone or, and this is when I really realized that she would be somebody that reminds me of my grandmother. But I was like, yo, I got to go get my grandmother some sunsweet. Now pause. If you old school or you got an older person in your family, you know what the sunsweet is. But sunsweet is prune juice, right? I know, right? Uh, but I used to moan whatever my grandmother wanted. I didn't care. I was going to get it. But I had made a mention about some sunsweet in, 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 our, in our virtual chat. And Miss Z was like, oh, I drink that too. And you know what? It wasn't even goofy to me because like the love that I have for my grandmother, even though she's not here, I still speak in present tense sometimes, but rest in peace. But um. Like, I understand that I'm with that. So I think at that point, and to be, so so let me just say this. So up to that point, I think Miss Z was opposition, right? Miss Z was like, man, one day I had just went off order and I came in the next day straight into HR, right? Um, It was crazy because <laughs> all of this kind of coincided together, but it was around that time where, I changed my mindset and started looking at Miss Z as an opportunity uh, as opposed to opposition. Now, it's a lot of ops here, but my operations manager, when I spoke to her, had told me, and I can admit that it kind of went in one year out the other, especially with me, right? Like, as I, you know, I'm a thinker, so I like to kind of think that I can be told things less than the average person or understand things a little bit quicker. But I still, one ear out the other, what she told me was like, these people that can be rougher to deal with, um, if you're able to deal with them, it will cultivate, not only will it cultivate like a meaningful relationship, but you will learn to deal with anybody who can be perceived as difficult, anybody who could be a tad more tedious. And that in itself was the opportunity. The opportunity was there not only to cultivate a relationship, which in retrospect, like when she was telling me all this, my grandmother was still alive. And Miss Z knows this, and she take advantage of it sometimes, but she knows that with a lot of the thing that she has going on with her life that I'm aware of that I would never speak on, but she does remind me of my grandmother. So the opportunity was to take an opposition, right? Or an opponent and cultivate that beautiful relationship. And 
On top of that, I also learned some things when it came to managing or leading this type of person because Miss Z has been at this company longer. Sorry, Miss Z has been at this company longer than I have, right? And boom, even in the thought process with just taking that, you could look at that as an opportunity or some opposition. You could just be like, dag, she's been here longer than me. She should be in this same position or why am I in this position? Or you could look at it like, okay, um, she's been here for a while, so... Let me think of uh, let me let me take some things out of that. Number one, she's going to be a little set in her ways as she should. You know what I mean? She's going to be a little bit more old school when it comes to processes and procedures as she should. How does that help me? Well, when it comes to teaching her new policies and procedures, I know that I have to go about the conversation a different way. I have to start the conversation out with some respect. Like, hey, Miss Z, I know you've been here for a while. Um. And you're used to doing things a certain way. But, hey, in this situation, this is how we might have to go about it. Or even when it comes to numbers and metrics, I'm able, because I have that relationship with her, I'm able to use the numbers of her peers to kind of go to her a little bit. Like, now, Ms. Z, you know you've been here too long to have your numbers looking like this. This person has been here for a year. You've been here for this long, Ms. Z. Come on, tighten up. And I could talk to her like that. But the biggest thing is... I'm able to also talk to her about scripture and about life. And this is somebody who at the beginning, and I love Miss Z, man, because I just understand her. But, man, she'd get right into one of these meetings with my boss and, and put on the waterworks. I ain't going to lie to you. But now I can almost be like, hey, uh, Ms. Z, do you want to go hit my boss? You know, you got her number. If you think that I'm wrong on this, feel free to call her. And she'll be like, nah, 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 I'm good. And, and things of that nature. So I've learned a lot about audience and, and older uh, older people who I may have, uh, you know, to lead and things of that nature. It allowed me to understand how to go about it. You know, Ms. Z told me she didn't like me to call her Miss at first because it made her feel old. But when I kind of explained my respect to my grandmother, she was able to... Um, you know what I'm saying? Accept it. So even in that situation, I wanted to use that situation because a lot of times it'd be our mindset. A lot of times it's our mindset. And with me being in leadership, the reason that I use so many references from work is because it allows me to see like a good amount of people and how they react in, sim in, in certain situations, and it's my job to know what's stopping them from becoming the best version of themselves. And a lot of times, it's how we perceive it. You know, um, I used an example on the Wisdom app earlier, and I think I've used it previously before on the podcast, like being in a tournament or a competition, right? And you get to the tippy top or you get to the championship, and the person you're going against, they're an op, they're an opponent. But if you change how you think about it, it could be an opportunity. At the bare minimum, you're going to challenge yourself. It could be an opportunity for a relationship. That person who is your opponent, you know, could respect the way that you go about the competition. And now you could get some inside secrets. Like I think about Kobe and Mike all the time. Like I hear Kobe talk and tell these stories. Let's just let's just go and use that. I always am like really interested in the stories that they have or the videos that they have about Kobe Bryant talking about Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan has played with a lot of fire players, 
a lot of good players. And I don't know, and I can't remember off the top of my head too many people that openly had Michael Jordan's respect and was telling him stuff behind the scenes. Like, people often compare Kobe and Michael Jordan, but I think that those are two people who understand their position and have a certain respect for them. And Kobe often talks about, like, when he first came into the league at 18 and 19, how MJ was giving him the business, but the reason that MJ accepted him is because after he would dunk on him or shoot a shot in his face or something like that, Kobe wouldn't soak. He wouldn't get down on himself. Man, he would come back the very next play like, yo, give me the ball and try to get it back. And that built a certain respect from an opponent or opposition, and that turned into an opportunity to where when they did the uh, Kobe's, you know, services, you know, the one on TV with the NBA, Michael Jordan was the person who gave the speech. For Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan is the person who cried for him. Two ultimate competitors, two ultimate opponents. Because of the way that they went about it and because of their mindset, they were able to turn that into an opportunity for a relationship and also to get tri- like people always say that, and I and I will be the first to say it. I'm a huge Kobe fan. Like Kobe mimics a lot of Jordan's moves, but like bro, he's mimicking the best. You feel me? He's mimicking the best. I don't have a problem with that. What's wrong with mimicking the best? It's all in how we perceive it. So this week, I just wanted to, because it's not really deep. This isn't even really rocket science. This is a quick self-check. Change your mindset and go into these situations that are, and, and I even, it's you can always say, call when you see the ops, being more positive, man. You know what I mean? You have to, and I think that's what I try to do when I lost or when something messes up I do get frustrated I use another situation right man I love my dad my father let me just use my my relationship with my father real quick I talk about him a lot on this podcast but if you're a perceptive person no matter how tedious I talk about how me and his relationship is the fact that I talk about him so much is more than enough to kind of let you know that like the love and the admiration I have for him And I'm able to admit that. You know what I mean? I can't really say I don't care about how my father perceives me or, you know what I mean, making him proud because I talk about him too much, right? A lot of things he does aggravates me. He has said a lot of things to me that have damaged me, but they've also, in a weird way, helped me to start becoming the person that I am. And the thing... And this is kind of the key thing to like the way that you look at things. You have to look at things with empathy and a soft heart, right? Uh, For my believers, a soft heart is the opposite of Pharaoh's heart, right? Or if you aren't a believer, you know about Moses and Pharaoh. They say God made Pharaoh's heart hard on hard. God made Pharaoh's heart hard on purpose so that he could use that to show the miracles that he uh, proceeded to do in that situation, right? So back to what I'm just saying. Sometimes I feel like these situations where we're not looking at things, right? Sometimes it just takes a second for us to pause and soften our heart. And in my relationship with my father, one thing I know, if I don't know anything else about me and his relationship, if he wasn't here, I would definitely be hurt. I have a lot of frustration for some of the things that he does, but I had to free myself of a lot of that resentment because that part right there is always fully clear in my head, right? 
And I think sometimes we need to th- look at people like ha- just have a softer heart when we deal with situations or relationships. If my man wasn't here, if he would, n- I would never hear his voice again. I would be hurt by that. So it's like putting that into co- context. I'm able to change my mindset and go into that situation, looking to salvage what can be salvaged, and still, you know, offer empathy, grace, and love when I can. So I want to challenge you all. A very very short episode. I have a lot going on. Um, that's a whole nother note, but I'm probably going to do four more episodes for this season. And then y'all, I need a break. God has blessed me with so many opportunities, but it's becoming too much. I need a break. I need a break. That's the shorter episode this week. But um, let's go into these situations with more empathy and a softer heart. Whether it be a new job, a schedule change, a new process, a new policy, a new tax. Um, you know, on wisdom today, yo, and that's the other thing. Being that I'm being spread so thin, um, if you really rock with what I do, please, please, please look at the other platforms to check them out where you can, you know, um, get my content, whether it be wisdom. I even got a Patreon out there, right? Because I'm, I'm being spread thin. I'm going to keep pushing. But um, until I'm able to get to the end of this episode, check those other things out. But um, on wisdom, I was talking today about a guy and. This is actually interesting because I think all these talks were recorded, man, because I thought it was going to go left because he was obviously, I don't think he was racist, but I think he's somebody who might be insensitive with some of the things that he says, if that makes sense, right? Because he started saying something about how he, i give you an example. One of his questions was, why do black people who voted for Trump keep it a secret? That type of dude, right? Yo, go check wisdom if you want to hear how I handle this. <laughs> because even in that situation, and the name of that whole rule that was op was this when you see the op. So it's just like that was clearly a situation where I could have been an op or seen him as an op or a pony. Really just like mentally messed with him on a social platform where there was like 50 to 100 people in the room just listening, right? But um <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, shout out to you, Edward. <laughs> but anyway, um, I saw opportunity, especially where a lot of people were sitting there li- listening. And it's just like, and again, this is just blessings from God. But it's just like, my rooms be turned up. So once that joint go above 50, it gets to popping. That joint will shoot up to 100 real quick. And it'll be people in there just, I had to get up off of there. But I had an opportunity to make him look silly. But instead... I saw it as an opportunity to kind of show how I look at things where a lot of people were. And I actually agreed with him and told him exactly why in a logical way. And if y'all want to hear it, go to wisdom, go check it out. But I told him like why that happens. And I also expounded upon that and told him that like in retrospect, I have a problem with Trump. And I told him why from a business aspect. And once he exited the stage, I was like, here's the thing I wouldn't do, though. Let's not poke a hornet's nest, right? If we want people to listen to us and we want people to accept what we're saying, you know what I mean? My grandmother told me, you catch more flies with sugar than you do with vinegar, man. So we got to go. We got to think about our audience if we really want people to be accepting of what we're saying, right? But it was just an opportunity there. And I think I handled that fairly well because it could have went left. But empathy, Right. You know, because even him, I clicked on his profile. My dude had like eight followers. So it was just like, you know, maybe you want some attention, but I'd rather handle it in an intellectual way. 
especially me. I'm already on the nobody listens to the to the mad guy type joy. But I think that we should go into situations and I got to just bring God into it and ask for a softer heart and ask for more empathy. A lot of people ask me like one of the things that makes me so able to like, you know what I mean, be empathical with so many people and be charismatic. And I think it's because I pray for empathy. I pray that God softens my heart. I pray that God releases resentment in me because I know, number one, I can't heal nobody else if I can't forgive somebody and forgive myself. And number two, when it comes to, you know, rocking, walking in God's will, he can't use you if you resent resentful. You feel me? If I wake up tomorrow and I'm resentful at something somebody did to me or mad at somebody, like it's very hard for him to use you to advance his kingdom. So that's something to keep in, in mind, too, because, and I'm going to start applying pressure with this. A lot of people is always talking about praise God and all of that, and be the same people talking about retrograde in the moon. A lot of people be talking about, I pray for this, but then be like, I manifest this. And it's just like getting to the point where just like, I'm going to have to keep it real with folks and let them know, like, yo, you barking up the wrong tree. You might need to read the Bible and keep, like me personally, I just keep the Bible going. Like, if you follow me on my Bible app, it's like 700 days straight. At the bare minimum, if I don't have a devotional going, I just keep the word of God going because I believe it's living and breathing. And it's been so many days where, man, I might be like 15 days ahead of where I should be reading with that joint and still something will hit that's relevant to what I'm going through. So that's another story. We're not going to get on that. But this has been episode 420 when you see the ops, yo. For anybody who's going through any opposition right now, for anybody who has a rival or an opponent right now, change the way you're looking at it. Just try it. Just try it. If it don't work, hit me up on any one of my social medias. I got a whole newsletter. Yo, I'm very active. I don't have nobody screening that right now, which I will have to because it's getting ridiculous. But hit me up and be like, yo, you said that it ain't work. And then we'll try something else. But I just encourage you. Any opposite opposition or opponent that you're facing right now and the malice and the tenacity that's putting in you, that's kind of making it hard for you to move forward or see things in a positive light, change how you look at it. Soften your stance on it, soften your heart and be determined to look at that problem and see what you can get out of it. There's always an opportunity in opposition and it's how we look at it. This has been episode 420. Y'all stay up, like, subscribe, share. I appreciate the support, man. Yo, I'm going to get to 24 episodes. I'm telling y'all now that I'm going to take a break. I got so much going on that I want to provide y'all with, man. I literally need these break to kind of get it together. Keep rocking with me. Like, subscribe, share. Until next week, I love y'all. Stay up. Yeah, yeah.